You're listening to the Bootstrap SaaS Operator, the podcast where we interview founders who are actually in the trenches. We talk about the transparent journey of how they built their SaaS companies, how they grow them, and what they would do differently if they would do it all over. Hey folks, with us today, V from Ecolab. V, super happy to have you on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So let's start with the most important thing. What problem does HeyCollab solve for its users? HeyCollab adds value to companies by helping their teams and the work that they do become a lot more efficient. So what would that typically be like? I mean, a lot of tools claim to, to push efficiency. So what, what's like a job to be done for that? Love it. Love that question. So we, we don't call ourselves a project management tool, though our tool has a lot of project management features, but we call ourselves a project coordination tool. And so when most people think about project management, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, it's a task management app. But when you coordinate a project or a team, it involves more than tasks, right? So that's why nowadays we see digital agencies, we see companies using Slack, using something like Asana, using Zoom, using something like Dropbox, using something to track their time, another platform to create their documents. And so what we attempted to do is build a platform that has all of the tools necessary to help coordinate that work. So you don't have to be in 30 different platforms doing all of those things. And again, we're not talking bad about those platforms. We think they are amazing at what they do. But we thought all of those tools that are essential to coordinate the work that they do and to manage their work and their team should be under one umbrella. By doing that, that's how we bring efficiency to the teams and to the work that they do. How did you come to that insight? Because we had people on the past who were basically building those compound startups, meaning not going the hyper-focused, only one job to be done way, but saying, hey, we're centralizing, we're building an all-in-one tool. What was the main insight you had to push you to make that decision to go that route in terms of the strategy to pursue? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I went through a very difficult time in my life. About seven years ago, I went through a divorce. And divorce, if anybody has gone through it, they'll know that it will... It will completely cause chaos and mess. I remember not being able to focus. I remember not knowing what was I going to do next. I was all over the place. And at the time, I was leading a global digital agency called Creative 27. Uh, so I had a distributed team of about 200 employees, contractors. Um, we had a number of big clients. And as I was going through that time, I realized that the focus and the chaos was not only present in my personal life, but it was also present in my work life. And as I was going through it, I, um, I decided that we, we need to change that. So for the next seven years, I worked on building an internal tool to help us out at Creative27. But then that tool was so successful. It added efficiency, it added value, not only to my personal life, but to my work life, that we've decided to introduce that into the market. So that's kind of how Heiko Lab came to be. 
So, so that a spin-off of the agency and the agency still owns equity in that? Or how did you, I think a lot of people have non-SaaS companies and are building internal tools also with the yeah, maybe dream in mind to turn it into a SaaS one day. So how did that spin-off process actually go down? Yeah, so essentially was... It was never going to be a SaaS platform for people outside of Creative 27. We, we've had some challenges. We had distributed teams. We had a number of tools that we were using. We found that people spend more time managing their project management tools than actually managing their work. And so to give you an example, if we onboarded a client or we onboarded a team member, We have to say, well, in Slack, you send messages. And when you share a file, you do it in Dropbox. And if you have a task, we're going to go to ClickUp. And by the way, when you need to track your time, you do it here. So each platform had its own, its, its own onboarding. So that took quite a bit of time. Not to mention when you have, I mean, we were a small business, but when you have 200 plus employees, the cost per member per month, it really adds up. Um, so we try to look at ways, how can we make that more efficient internally at Creative 27? Um, so it, it took some time. Um, we, we've, as we build a platform, as a QA, as we got to use it internally, but once it started to come to fruition, once we started that value added to our internal team, um, the thought was a lot more people could have this added value outside of Creative 27. So earlier this year, we've decided to turn it into a SaaS platform and make it available to the public. Interesting. And but, but then they're like, sorry for, for, for putting the finger on the point, but just because it's, I think it's very interesting to a lot of people. I think a lot of people have, have the issue of actually how to do it. So is the company that owns the the hey collapse still the agency or how did you structure just for people who might do the, want to plan to do the same thing in in their uh, services company basically yeah yeah that makes sense so the umbrella company it's creative 27 and hey collab is a subsidiary of creative 27 and that that could change um the idea is to see is this something um we're still trying to see is there a signal do people find it valuable um, what is the messaging behind it? How do we tell users, you're going to try this, right? Just, just try it, right? So all of that messaging and marketing and positioning and product market fit, all of that, it's, it's been a, and it still is a work in progress. Um, but to the point that Hey Collab becomes self-sustainable, it's probably going to become its own, its own company. If you need to hire the right developers and ship fast, then React Squad is for you. A boutique agency that specializes in React and only works with fast-growth startups. Get a 14-day risk-free trial and a transparent price of $95 per hour. Visit reactsquad.io to learn more. And then did you basically... Um... So, so are you now kind of like lending people from the agency to Hakulab or does Hakulab have like a proper like independent team and you put money into it so that they can have runway for like one, one, two years to, to get up to speed? How, how, how are you managing that company building side of things? Yeah. 
Nicholas, you got the good questions. I like that's awesome. So we are running everything through Creative 27. So the development team at Creative 27, uh, and just to give you a little bit of a background, Creative 27, global digital agency, we've worked on incredibly big projects. We've worked with Meta, with Apple, we work with Beats by Dre back in the days, Sony, Samsung. So we, we've done a lot of work for SaaS platforms. Um, so we have a very solid team. Um, but what we're doing is we are so all of the development, the QA, marketing. So everything is being funneled through Creative Twenty Seven. That that makes that makes a ton of sense. I also think it's having an independent team and using like the team you already have. Both have like very big pro pros and cons. So I think that makes a ton of sense. And then going going a bit like back to to Hey, hey Collab and a bit of the product basically. So who do you think is will be the typical buyer for that or who are your 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 first customers right now are those other big agencies SaaS companies all over the place so who's who's the icp yeah i love that so what we've identified earlier this year is that our product market fit goes to small businesses nonprofits the education sector and we're going after small digital agencies. So being a digital agency, we build a lot of the tools that very much caters to us. However, as we released it to the public and we had companies sign up, I was personally shocked as we see dental offices using HeyColab. We did not build it for dental offices, right? We see in the education sectors, we got schools that are using it. We see, uh, you know, several law firms use it. So that product market fit, we have an idea in terms of who we created for, but a lot of it revolves around cost. You know, think about it. If you add all of the subscriptions to a number of different tools, I mean, we did the math, you come up to roughly about $120 per user per month if you use all of the tools. Now we're offering our tour for, for $5 per month and that's for the pro version, right? So you got unlimited video calling, you got task and project management, you've got time tracking, document creation, chatting. So there's a lot of robust tools that were built into it. Um, so again, it's very much towards small businesses that maybe cannot afford to pay for a bunch of tools and they need an all-in-one solution that can help move their team and their work forward. How did you end up on that price? I've traveled for the past six years to a lot of mega conferences. So we're talking about the Web Summit in Lisbon, Portugal. It's a 60,000 plus uh, member conference. It's a tech conference. We went to uh, Hong Kong to Rise. We went to Disrupt in Canada. And you know, we were, we have a little booth and we have our, our, um, our, our, uh, platform there. And a lot of users that came by, that's the one thing that they brought up is like, I cannot use all these tools. You know, I am running a little marketing shop and I've got 10 people. And when I add all of the, like, I just cannot do it. Um, we've also found, we've done some uh, some, um, some research, some qualitative research where we interviewed 80 different small businesses, including digital agencies from the education sector, from various 
um, markets. And then we interviewed a number of those candidates and we, we wanted to find out like, why is a collab appealing to you? Um, and two things that came up, which was, which was interesting. One, they love the fact that what they need is in there. And by the way, we're not saying that we have all of the tools in the world. That's not what we're trying to do. But as it relates to managing your work and your team, there's certain things that you have to have in there, certain pillars. They feel like they have everything in there and they absolutely love the pricing. They feel like they can run their team with something like this. Um, so, so that's how we adjusted. We adjusted the pricing a number of times, but that's how we came up to this pricing structure. And then as you're quite early in the journey in terms of like the, the, the Hey Collab platform, what, what do you currently, what's your current game plan basically? So if you, if we would sit here in a year, what do you think, how does the journey look like for the next year for you? Yeah. Yeah. Love that question. So I, I'm going to answer that question based on what we see. Not on based on what I want, because I want something completely different, right? But based on what we see, we definitely see growth. Um, and so we think in a year we should be at about uh, 15,000 active members on the platform. Um, and a, Active a, meaning paid or including free users? Including free users. Yeah. Um, and in terms of uh, paid, we're probably looking roughly anywhere between two to 250 paid teams. Makes sense. And then how, how, because $5 per head is quite low. So is the typical team like 10 people? So like 50 terms, uh, like $50 in terms of uh, revenue per month per company or? Yeah, yeah. I love that. So right now we're seeing the average team size is uh, 18 to 25 people per team. Again, we don't have a a lot of analytics on this. We're still getting a lot of that data, but from our, from our quantity of research, small businesses are typically anywhere between 150 to 200 people per team. Uh, now we do have some large enterprise companies that are using the platform, uh, fortune 100 companies. Now they're using it within a department. So for instance, if a global digital agency or if a consumer electronics company has a marketing department, the marketing department may be anywhere from 50 to 80 people. So they're use it only within that department. But I think the average within the year, a year and a half, we're looking for companies that are probably going to be anywhere between 50 to 80 people per team. Um, so, so it does that pricing structure still makes sense. However, we're keeping in mind as the man grows and as we're continuing to improve the platform, uh, where, you know, that pricing is going to adjust. However, all of those that signed up earlier on, they're going to be grandfathered in with their current plans. And then how, how are you currently growing to get more companies on board? Yeah, that's a good question. So we're still trying to figure out what our marketing mix is, but we are trying to figure out places where small businesses go to do things. So for instance, if small businesses like a marketing agency would need stock photography, maybe they're not going to pay. Maybe they're not going to go to iStock or they're not going to go to Getty Images, but they may go to something like Unsplash. So we're running a campaign with Unsplash, which, which is actually pretty lucrative for us. Um, we're doing a number of YouTube videos 
Um, and one thing I'll add here, our strategy from the beginning has been the following, add value to the user first and then to the product. So when we create all of our marketing content, we're not saying, hey, Colab is the greatest. No, we're saying, hey, we see that these are some of the challenges that teams have. Here's how you address that challenge. And then from there, we say, by the way, we're using this tool and here's how this tool addresses the challenges. But we always put the user in mind to try to add value to them with the problem that they have. And then we mention our product. And we do that across all of our marketing efforts. Um, and we found a, a humble traction, to say the least, across all of these channels. Interesting. And then as one of the last questions before you wrap up, wrap up do you plan on running both companies like basically simultaneously in parallel or do you think about hiring a CEO or a CEO either for the SaaS or for the agency to have the full focus? Yeah. So the idea is I'm stepping away from Creative 27. Um, and so I have somebody else that runs that and I will be focusing more on a subdivision of Creative 27 called Creative 27 Labs, which focuses on building SaaS platforms. Uh, hey Colab is just one of those platforms. So I will be running that part of the agency. And the idea is we're putting 10 to 12 SaaS platforms in the market per year. Not all of them are going to make it, but the ones they do and grow, they're going to become their own companies with their own team and they're going to run on their own. So in a way, you're using the cash flow of the agency to fund a startup studio. Exactly. Yeah. It's very intriguing. And then roughly, how do I say it? It's like from, from the, the uh, EBITDA you're making, how, how much, like what percentage do you roughly plan to funnel into that startup studio? Yeah, so we're putting roughly around 35% into that. Um, we're starting, Hey Colab has been by far the biggest, but that's because it's been an internal product. So it just made sense. It didn't took a whole lot for us to, to package that, so to speak, and bring it into, uh, into a SaaS platform. Uh, but we're, we're starting with smaller projects. Uh, we're being very focused in niche areas where we see a fit where we see that there's value that we can add. And, um, and so that's the way that, that we're approaching. We got a couple of products into the mix that we're very excited of. They're not quite launched yet, but they're in the, in the making. So definitely look out for those. And then for, how did you arrive at that number? Was there like a specific thinking that a third goes to dividends, a third to like billing award chess and a third to like High, more high-risk projects, or how did you arrive at the 35% of the profits being reinvested into the studio? Yeah, that's a good question. So we took a look at if Creative 27 is incredibly successful, and we took a look at, well, if, if we wanted to, right now we're, we're, we're helping other businesses and creating everything that they need from mobile apps to websites to marketing, et cetera. But we said, okay, if we were to create another side of business where we create our own internal products and we can work on a couple of products per year, what would that mean? What would the team, what is the team that would be necessary? What are the products that we would be working on, et cetera? And we started essentially with three products per year. Um, 
And based on the team structure, based on how long would it take to lift the product off the ground and, and push it forward, uh, we looked at some numbers and it came up to roughly 30 to 35%. Interesting. Awesome. Then one final question. What's the big vision for, let's say, the portfolio or the holding company? The big vision is that it would be a state-of-the-art R&D internal department that focuses on building products that adds tremendous value to people's lives. And that would be from various ways, whether it's in the health and fitness and wellness, whether it is in consumer electronics, whether it is in the way they manage their teams and their work in various aspects. But we really want to get to a point where we have a beautiful recipe where we can really build products that people will use and will be able to, to add value to their lives. I think those are perfect last words for a podcast. So V, thanks a ton for coming on today. I appreciate you, Nicholas. Thank you for having me. If you like this episode, then you'll love the SaaS Operator, a weekly newsletter brought to you by Early Node. With actionable insights from SaaS experts in the industry, delivered right to your inbox every Tuesday for free. Visit earlynode.com to subscribe.